It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your, I don't know, this hockey team, uh, your Detroit Red Wings, Ugh. whatever, what's the rest of it? I don't even <laughs> want to be around, around anymore. Yeah. This was not fun to watch, Mike. This was uh, um, the team of Carl Havocs, because they did not want to be around <laughs> anymore. They didn't. Uh, they definitely, you know... I. I, I think what we saw, and we'll go over some some highlights here uh, in a second, some of the stuff we've been sharing on uh, our Red Wings Rant X account. Um, just some of the examples of like how <laughs> utterly fucking horrible we've been defensively. Um, and now, uh, you know, something against the Ducks. Obviously, you know, we made that a close game and it was four to three by the end of it, but didn't look fun for most of it. And then um, against the Jets, just solid win for the Jets. Six, 60 minutes of solid play, um, but uh, from the Jets, <laughs> uh, they, you know, they just locked it down. Um, yeah, I wanted to make sure you clarified that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the Ducks kind of let up a little bit. They, they let the wing dings back in there, but uh, not the Jets. The Jets got it on lockdown. They're like, I... I know what Derek Lalone's got cooked up for us. We 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 know what's up. We we can handle this. Well, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Ken Daniels was very excited that the Red Wings broke their streak tonight. Let's go. Well, the Red Wings finally go a game without giving up a goal in the first five minutes. Hey! And he couldn't help but say it sarcastically. <laughs> uh, I mean... Jared saying Mike doesn't know how to use UPS. That's... Not true. I am just lazy. That's a, your prize. That's a, Mike, you've got a streak to break of your own. Woo! As soon as Broadway's go on a six-game winning streak, Jared, I'll make sure I get your prize mailed out, buddy. Do I need to break into your house and get that thing? Uh, Probably not, because Becky leaves the, the back door unlocked all the time. So, <laughs> Well, it's still breaking and entering. I'm not that's wanting true. Well, it's just entering, I guess. You never yeah, have to break true, anything. True. Um, 
So yeah, we could we could talk about these. Uh, one you know one thing uh, with the Ducks game and then the Jets game here. Uh, shout out to Hockey Stat Cards. It's funny. I've been looking for these and then it just popped up on my feed. I think two games ago, and I was like, oh cool, yeah, we could just grab all this. this they'll, they'll just make it for us. Um, hey, comes out one good play. Right after the game. Look at right. Isn't there. this crazy? Patrick Kane, <laughs> number one on the team. Uh, for two straight games. So if you guys aren't familiar with hockey stat cards, um, basically what you're going to get pooped out for you uh, at the end of each game is going to be, I, I would I would like to call it a nice little ranking here. And then you're going to see based on uh, game scores. So clearly, yes, there's just the inherent bias of the fact that Dom Chisholm is a human being who has biases 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 and everything we create will have those those built in can't avoid it however he's done a fair amount of work to try and eliminate those so nothing's perfect this is pretty good uh what his game score is and what he's developed uh usually his game score is pretty good at predicting how the season's gonna roll out does he predict a stanley cup winner no there's a rubber fucking puck bouncing on ice pieces of crap who give them a hard time but predictive models aren't meant to be perfect i mean they try to be as perfect as possible but they're not like we play the games right we play the games for a reason we don't just let somebody put a predictive model out there and then we just sit back and say well that's our stanley cup champion so I just want to add that in there because we did get some pushback earlier today in the Discord, which Mike joined uh, about expected goals for. I just want to say, like, I, I know it's not, um, it's new, and it's it's something we, we all are still learning about. But this is an attempt to um, use a lot of those predictive models to give us a result. Well, I think, uh, yeah, we want, a, we want a predictive model, I think, to feel a little bit better about having something to watch in the future, because I, I feel really bad for Justin Field 63, uh, who said, I'm so done with this, and that said, I cannot keep watching unwatchable hockey. I'm wasting my time, wasting minutes of my life that I will never get back, ever. And and now we're asking you guys to hang around, hang in there, you know, 30 more minutes, let's talk about it. <laughs> Justin, uh, it's it's really hard to watch, um, especially in this new golden age of TV. I'm getting sucked into season five of Fargo, and uh, instead here I was uh, watching Patrick Kane and the Pips. It was it was not very good. See Dan B coming in. Uh, not sure how much credence I give that stat service. Dom has Oilers playoff chance at 95 points. Is that supposed to be 95%? Because I. I don't know if you guys have seen, like, Connor McDavid's put up, like, 28 points in, like, the last three games. <laughs> like, he's going to get that team in the playoffs. Don't you worry. And that's the whole point of his predictive model. It says, well, Connor McDavid's on this team, so points are going to come. Like, it's out of the ordinary when Connor McDavid's not scoring, which is when the Oilers were struggling. So that's exactly what the predictive model said. What happened? So I, I Dan, it's it's right on point. I gotta say, I I know what you're saying, and I know we want to push back on these, but it's actually the predictive model said exactly what what actually did end up happening. So, um, anywho, uh, jump into 
today's game, a lot of the same from the uh, Patrick Kane storyline. Um, just yeah, that's uh, that Hall of Fame guy. That Hall of Famer is pretty good, man. <laughs> um, who was it? I think it was Frank Saravelli that said his hot take was like, "We're gonna see like a ninety-point pace from Patrick Kane." No, um, I don't need to see that. Uh, I bet the Wings absolutely like need it. Uh, I, mean, I think we saw today since he's playing with uh, Red Wings. Um, but maybe his expected performance would be like a 90 points, but I think it's going to be tough for him to get assists uh, based on who he's playing with. Which no, I, I, the point I was, uh, I was going to arrive at was just like, think about what this team was before Patrick Kane. Uh, he's now at uh, four points in two games for us now against the ducks and against the jets here. Um, and, and learning right now that we are winless if we play a game and don't get at least four goals, which when you first hear that stat, you're like, well, yeah, of course we win more often when we get four goals. No, it's we, our defense is so <laughs> horrendous. Our goaltending is so horrendous. Team defense, by the way, I like Jared pointed that out earlier. I don't think we say team defense enough. It's uh, there's a little bit of coaching involved. Um, don't you say, and we'll go over that. We'll go over that in a minute. So good at this. We have to score four goals for us to have a chance to win a game uh, against the Ducks and against the Jets. So great, great examples of just a couple goals. Do we want to? Do we want to run through this? So today, uh, two goals, loss. Ducks three, loss. Flyers zero, loss. Hurricanes one, loss. Six goals versus St. Louis win. Only three against the Ducks, loss. Matt, one goal against Ottawa. Us. Man, here's another outlier. Five goals against the Sharks. God, that game. We really needed that game. <laughs> and then uh five spot against Buffalo, and we had a five spot against Montreal. Man, those were good days back then. Um, um Justin Fields, yeah, at least Kane is good. I'm yeah, again, we're thrilled about that. Performance art, it's not Kane's fault. I hate hearing that bullshit. Who is saying that this is Patrick Kane's fault? I, I do I have to scroll up in the comments here? Um because I saw a couple people saying that, like on Twitter or X, and I just have not seen it. I feel like we're all thrilled with Patrick Kane right now, and he's like dragging this team. Yeah, you got to be thrilled with fetishes. your best player far and away. Yeah, uh, and again, uh, back to kind of patting these gamer score charts on the back. Um, clearly points to Patrick Kane going far and away being the best player on the ice. Um there, there's, there was one I wanted to point out. Oh, performance out. I did clarify uh, in the oh. media, but I. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're at a loss for words. I think. No, I, I, think... I just, I, you know, it's, it's at that stretch that I, I thought we were going to be passed. Um, but these losses have, have really built up and they've really built up quickly. Um where you know it's it's not watchable hockey. Uh, it's. I thought that when we got Kane, you know, on this team that was already you know showing on um, the ability to score goals, right? Where they were in the top, uh, um, like top five goals for. Um, I just you know we kind of we kind of glossed over that dependency when things were were riding high and we were actually winning games, 
but man, that that uh, that dependency, Matt. It's, it's it looks like it's going to break this season and potentially make us sellers again at the goddamn trade deadline. Um, and it feels so tough because we've talked about you know what's the the um, the base, what's the um, you know the control in this experiment about how you're going to fix this team. Is it uh, you know the defensive core? Um, or is it the goaltending? And I mean, at this point, I, I don't think the solution is to pile more uh, 30-year-olds has-beens on the blue line. I, I don't think that that is going to accomplish what you want it to accomplish. Um, I don't think it's having three maybes in goal. Um, and Reimer, Matt, an analogy that I could think of is, you know, have you ever seen somebody who, like, kind of brought maybe slappy food to a potluck at work. Yeah. Reimer looks like he brought a bunch of poonchkis filled with chili and they're just <laughs> like falling through the box every step of his way to his desk. Because every time there's a play, a scrum in front of the net, uh, it just looks like chili-filled poonchkis are falling all over him and another goal goes in. He he looks lost. Yeah, so Reimer, I don't think uh... the defense is doing him a single favor. Uh, but it doesn't look like he has any confidence. He's not given us any reason to be confident in him. No, that's. I, I'm glad you landed on that because we we can. And I want to talk about how weak the pressure has been uh, defensively from the wings. Uh, really, this whole month, uh, we have some great examples. We'll go over in just a second. So that plus this goaltending performance that's been pretty consistent, where uh, Reimer today turned in a minus uh pretty close to a minus three goal saved above expected so put it that way we're going to show some highlights of how porous this defense is right and on top of that it still suggests in the expected goals chart that it should be ah you know what just a couple goals here or there but no reimer will not have it he will let in two three maybe even four extra goals just to make it that much more difficult and um, that's not, again, that, that's not specific uh, to Reimer either. We were seeing it with Huso too. Um, he'll be gone for a while. We have no Alex Lyon till after New Year's. So this, this is something I saw. It, I think I saw it mentioned on our Discord, but somebody called out Steve Eiserman saying, like, we need a healthy team and we need good goaltending. And that's how we get, that's how this team gets in the playoffs. And Okay, um, with Alex Lyon going down, you don't have your healthy team, and you didn't have at least for the last month your most reliable goaltender. Maybe month and a half here. It's funny because uh, we're not like Sweden. that unhealthy. No, I mean, no, no, no. Goal, I mean, our goalies we, we were getting goals, there, but it's not like our goalies were playing out of this world. Um, I who brought this up? Oh, it was Dan B. One of the Dan's saying, "Who the key to this team's success was David Perron." Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Justin Fields echoing that too. When he uh, got suspended, we started losing. Who knew he was this year's Rasmussen? Um, he goes down, mm. the whole team just collapses on itself like a dying star. I, I, uh, I'm gonna stamp uh, coincidence down on that. I, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to give any credit to for uh, for what's going on here, uh, negatively or positively. Um, I think um, not so much changes when he comes back. 
I don't know. Maybe, you know, there was one word that Lalone kept talking about, like, oh, we need Comfer back. We need Larkin back for balance. They looked, they're bipolar. Um, who, made, who made that comment? Well, yeah. So what Lalone was talking about was he said, now we have balance. So is it something, too? Like, is there balance we're missing somewhere in the middle six without Perron? Something defensively something more responsible an extra voice i don't know i and I, i'm gonna say i know alone was excited about getting cop for back and getting that balance so yeah so far, it's, uh two uh two scary scale. comments here um performance art saying scares me how they can look almost unbeatable to almost a last place team all within a couple weeks um and brand new was reacting to uh what i said about my god we could be sellers again brand new with the uh heartbreaking uh fact here who can we sell at the deadline <laughs> ghost and kane will still be stuck with all the rest of the bums on this roster <laughs> i mean you yeah lie. yeah i mean i right uh, if we're not getting rid of kane at the trade deadline and this is this is gone this continues uh into january um you know then you you don't you don't want to be talking you don't want to have the conversation right of like all right well now we got to drop five six seven mil on patrick kane in the off season right like that's that's further away from the discussion we want to have to build a long-term contender um yeah, do you have the awful? I, I you use the word highlight. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not fun. This is a long one too. Um, it starts. It starts with the zone entry. And like I, watching, how many times uh, have? This is like watching JFK footage. But go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how many times are we watching power plays for the, for the Red Wings? And um, you know, keep in mind this is just five on five. So we're we're. <laughs> <laughs> same guys on the same amount of guys on the ice here <laughs> but when we have the extra guy it's like impossible for us to enter the zone and uh you wish that our opposing penalty kill was like this you just yeah kind of lightly tap the stick and oh well we got in there past four red wings uh <laughs> now now larkin here i think this is where uh he was attempting to get rid of the puck and uh the jets get the puck back so a failed clearing attempt and whoop um this is this is where it gets even uglier the jets are just able to get all the space in the world like there there's no there's no pressure here they they have this is really conservative and we saw it all night uh in the defensive zone against the jets and i i they don't have kyle connor out there you know, you got to respect the Jets, and they're going to be without Connor for a while, so they've got to figure things out. But this isn't like, I don't know. I mean, can we we can be pretty fair here and just talk about the fact that this wasn't like the Toronto Maple Leafs where you've got Matthews out there who's going to put four goals on you if he can start to smell blood. But no, today it was <laughs> today it was Velarde on the Jets. Uh, who I just picked up for my fantasy team, by the way. Um, oh, uh, I picked up the Jets goalie. I feel like a genius right now. So there was their first shot attempt on this uh, defensive zone possession, and just nothing from the wings. Uh, like, the rebound goes right back. I mean, tell me this doesn't even look like a power play right now with five on five. Uh, Jets have all the time in the world. Now, this is where 
uh, the space is made. I, I think this was the the Velarde goal, uh, but he he just makes space like just kind of tiptoes away from Cider. Cider's ready to block a shot. Um, I just, think Cider realizes one of us has to play goalie. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got right like you've got the guys matched up down there. There's there's three guys matched up to the Jets, and they have two guys back on the point. Um, but I I mean I would challenge everybody to kind of. I might be a little disappointed here in Larkin, who's just kind of. I don't. I don't know that turn up. That uh, is this. Is this something that he's still feeling? Uh, effects because uh, to me it just looks like if you watch Larkin, who's right between the circles right now, nothing's happening there. And and Cider's got to pick a guy, right? So you kind of want to immediately blame Cider for letting uh, Velarde get that open space, but it. He's also playing the puck. He's playing the shooter. So I I can't even be that mad at Cider. And it's just, it's one of these things where the, this is where you're trying to figure out what the problem is. And I we talked about it earlier in the Discord. And it, Jared just pointed out, like, these are problems we've seen for a while. Uh, and at that point, it's on coaching, right? Like, we shouldn't be sitting here trying to figure out, like, oh, guy gets wide open uh who do we want to blame and it's like well no this is this is the team defense problem and kind of the same thing happens later in the game where you're if if i back this up a little bit here you've got one winnipeg jet actually playing the puck and you've got Sherratt and valeno playing the puck right now petrie is kind of waiting for the puck to pop out for the wings he, he starts making the play towards um, somebody on the other side of the net. I, I, that's got to be who's getting the puck for the goal. And and the puck just slides out underneath Valeno. Boop. Nothing. Oh, yeah. So then that's Shifley that's going to finish this one off. Again, wide open in front of the net. Reimer, not good. But also those, those two goals were a wide open guy right next to the net. Um, you know, you'd think that would be like, like the expected goal would actually just be one, you know, instead of like 0.5, you know, or like 0.4 or whatever wide open right next to the net ends up getting scored at. Maybe to Dan B's point from earlier. Um, but again, this is a combo effort. You can't just point to one guy that's making the mistakes. Um, Petrie is the guy that's trying to go after Shifley. You could see at this point, Shifley's made the choice, but He's he's not doing anything. Uh, not Shifley. I'm sorry. Petrie's made the choice to try and go find Shifley. I think right here he's like, oh, well, it's too late, and and now Shifley's just wide open in front of the net. But I I gotta uh, ask you, if we have three guys going for the puck right now to one Winnipeg Jet, how are we lose losing this puck battle? This pass uh, should have never happened. Matt. Uh... <laughs> Shame on performance art saying Horonic would look pretty good right now. <laughs> um, I think to Jared's point, um, the, as far as getting in some practice time, I got to think tomorrow's going to be an off day because the next two days are a back-to-back um, home against the Flyers for a rematch, and then we get to play the Devils. Hooray! Um, so this team's not going to look uh, like they know what they're doing until middle of next week sometime. Because after that back-to-back, they do get um, you know, a little Christmas break. The Christmas Eve, Christmas Day after to play with their new video games. And then the 27th, uh, they'll be playing the Wild. 
and then they get Nashville, and then Boston, the only good team that we confidently play well against. Um, <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I mean, I you know, we can kind of look at some of the evidence of, you know, how rough this is looking um, with the defensive coverage, Matt, but I guess I want to figure out, are there any solutions? Um, is the solution we just – we just got to get these guys practicing, you know, just get them a good old fashioned hockey practice. Let them figure it out. Um, or is it, are we finally going to start to admit that maybe some of the personnel defensively needs to be different? And I, I don't, I don't know if that means Grand Rapids or if that means you end up trading someone who's playing in Grand Rapids and plays forward and you try to acquire somebody on defense. Cause Oh, I, Mike's gone. Shoot. <laughs> there he is. Um, Sorry about that. No, I was just gonna, No, that's okay. Um, even, I, if, you know, we get this week of practice coming up, right? Um, I, you know, we're going to be asking these guys to practice on Christmas or the day after Christmas. Um, you know, their attention's definitely going to be there. Is it really just a case of, you know, getting these guys with Lalone to, you know, figure out some, you know, here's the coverages you're missing. Here's how we can resolve this. Here's how we can play better going forward. Um, or is it involved something more dramatic? A Grand Rapids call-up or a trade of sorts um, involving uh, our favorite uh, burger man. I mean, the argument to not experiment is going to be really tough to make, right? <laughs> uh I think we're I think we're in that zone. Um, I, I've seen some callouts uh, recently of like maybe if we start to see like some perfect special teams play from Edmondson, I guess. Uh, and, and I'm taking a Twitter account on this. I'm taking their word for it that um, Griffins have just been struggling on the power play. So I'm wondering if if they're waiting for that, but Either way, I, I know we've seen enough out of Edmondson, not even in Grand Rapids. Uh, you and I were thinking we were going to see Edmondson last year. Now we're, you know, we're seasoned and, and a couple of months uh, of this season removed from that wonderful thought. And um, you know what? I, I think it's time. Um, if it's if it's not going to happen right after, like you said, out of Christmas break, uh, it's got to be something where, uh, you know, new year, new me. Uh, let's <laughs> let's give it a shot. Uh, Lalone is is trending right now on X and uh, people people aren't happy. And uh, there, there are some accounts who um, I don't I don't respect a lot who are just saying, like, absolutely not the problem. I, I think I think it's irresponsible right now if. Um, of anybody to to look at this and not say there, there there isn't like a a problem from top to bottom that's kind of starting to show itself and uh you know there's comments i'm seeing on x where it's like ah every team can have a bad week it's like sure that bad week is come and gone it's <laughs> and and certainly injuries got in the mix there too, but this was not what this team was supposed to look like when Comfer and Larkin came back. Uh, this is 
this is ugly and we have uh shoot we have the receipts that we just went over to prove that this is more than just it's it's not just the players i mean they're 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 out there being coached to to play back right like the decision as a team is get closer to the net protect the net and that's not working out so great right now i'd like to see more pressure on the puck and you you got to think yes there's player choice involved in there but that's i hate to say it there's it's coaching guys i know we love lalota i know we love uh his interviews we love looking at his whew, sunken eyes his tim robinson eyes <laughs> but um you know that we it would be irresponsible of anybody to say it's absolutely not on Lalone to get this team to start putting more pressure on the puck. <laughs> right? It's just when you put it that way, you're like, oh, oh, right, yes, that makes perfect sense. Um, Dan Bergeron throwing in there. We need Edmondson and Bergeron. Um, he's solid. Oh, why Charnik? Uh, he's solid. Not what we need. I I think uh, you don't you don't need to concern yourself with any decision with Charnik. I think I think they're trying to make a a choice there that is giving Bergeron and Edmondson a chance to uh, continue to do what they're doing in Grand Rapids. I don't think it's a yeah, choice they're... of one over the other, but I think we've strained that choice. Right? That that would be why, and I think it's a little it's been too long of that being the consistent choice. Well, I think the theory is like, okay, we want to make sure we can guarantee Edmondson and Bergeron get a lot of minutes, you know, on special teams, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like our special teams is necessarily playing out of this world. Um, it's not like our five right. on five is playing out of this world. So you're telling me Edmondson could find a way to earn top four defenseman minutes? Blows my mind. Uh, or Bergeron couldn't find a way to pepper in a few goals because. Outside of Kane, uh, we're having trouble finding scoring threats, so he couldn't find a way to get minutes either. Um, so it, it it definitely feels like a bit of a flawed theory, um, since it 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 feels like those two would be you know more productive than you know a few of the guys on this t- current roster. Um, it'd be nice to get some more scratches out of Hall and uh, Petrie. Um, you know, in exchange for Edmondson, it, it'd be nice to see him get some growing pains in Detroit. Because I feel like we'd also be more willing to stomach those growing pains where, rather than uh, Petrie, he's still figuring it out. Is he though? <laughs> in his mid-30s? Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to do this. Mike, you were, you were talking about uh, the theory uh, a strange theory. Uh, one might be, can I actually get Mike out of here on time? And the theory would be no, but I'm going to break that theory. I'm going to break that trend. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike is coming off a 12 hour shift. Um, another one tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, we're all going to do him a favor. I'm going to do you guys a favor because we need to sleep this one off, but, um, it's not great right now, uh, but we're going to sail off into the sunset early so that Mike can get ready for his uh, long day of work tomorrow. We're doing him a favor. Mike, good luck tomorrow. Um, and uh, shoot, you know, we'll probably see you guys in a couple of weeks because uh, next week is, uh, I mean, I guess we'll be past Christmas by Wednesday, but uh, yeah. We might, we might be able to squeak in a, a Wednesday episode so? next week. Yeah. All right. 
All right, we'll keep you guys posted. Just, just, just you know, set your notifications on YouTube. But um, hope you guys have a wonderful uh, holiday, whatever you're celebrating. I will be celebrating Christmas on Monday. Anybody celebrating with me, I hope you have a wonderful one. Uh, enjoy your families. Uh, forget this game. Forget, forget the wings and just enjoy the family. Get some yummy food inside your tum-tums and, uh, and have a good one, everybody. Love yeah. you guys. We'll see you maybe next week, but uh, Ooh, happy yeah, holidays. Let us, let us know if you're going to go to that live WWE event next Wednesday, huh? It's in Detroit. I'm not. Oh, all right. All right. See you guys.